Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm Beck. And this is DVD Clutter. So, Zoolander. That's the film we're looking at this week on the show all about DVDs and decluttering. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, Paul's got a bunch of DVDs. Yeah, and you've got some as well. <laughs> Fine. I'm not totally blameless. I have 40 next to your 500. Yeah. Which is slowly diminishing. That's true. Mm. And each week we are going to be re-watching a DVD of ours. Yep. Talking about why we bought it in the first place. Yeah. And then seeing if we still want to keep it. Because, you know, we don't have room for everything. That's it. The times they are are changing. That's right. So, do I keep it? Do I give it to the op shop? Or do I set it alight in a freak gasoline A gasoline fight accident. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I've been thinking about that one all day. Really? Yep. Oh, my favourite scene in the whole film. So we're talking about Zoolander. Yes, the 2001 Ben Stiller film starring Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, and Ben Stiller's wife. Ex-wife. Fact check that. What? Oh, that's awful. And and his dad. And his... Not ex-dad. No, his (laughs) ex-dad. His real dad. His real mum is also in it, cameo yeah. appearance, and his real child. I don't know if they broke up. I'm just guessing. Okay. I think they did. I'm going to have to fact check that right now. But also, while you're fact checking that, I'll just name drop some others. Because yeah, sure. this is a star-studded cast. The cameos are numerous. We've got David Bowie himself. Oh, yeah. We have Winona Ryder, Christian Slater. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. <laughs> Vince Vaughn is in it. Kind of before he was Vince yeah, Vaughn, though, right? Yeah. Like, this is... 100%. This is him in a um, supporting role. Yeah, Angelina Jolie's dad, you know, plays... John Voight. John Voight. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. They Donald do... Trump's in it. Fucking the president. Know, right? Ugh. And I've got, I've got some facts about that, too, for later. Not our president, but, obviously. Um, uh, Christine Taylor and Ben Stiller did... Break up. Break up after 17 years of marriage. Yeah, as predicted. That's so sad. Marriage doesn't last. Mm. Sorry to break Good. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> They're both vegans, though, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Just so you know. Good on them. Yeah. Doing their bit for the planet. Anyway. So, yes, Paul. Star-studded cast. How did this film come into my life? How did it come into your life? How are we going to start it off? Well, I'm going to tell you the story of how Zoolander came into my life, first of all. Please. I remember I was in Melbourne. Mum was at a conference for yep. work, and there were... Other families there for the conference at work. And my friend Alex was at the same hotel as us. Oh, yeah. And he came over and mum said, you guys can watch a film on the... <gasps> on demand. Uh, on demand. Oh, the pay-per-view pay yeah. TV. Oh, my God. I know. It was pretty exciting. That is exciting. Um, so we wanted to watch Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. However, because of the way the licensing works on that on demand, only a certain amount of rooms can be watching a film at a oh. time. <laughs> and yeah, fortune would have it. While we were still getting ready... Ocean's Eleven didn't work, <laughs> so we decided to go with Zoolander. Yeah, and never looked back. Never looked back. So that was the first time you ever saw it? Yeah. What year do you reckon that was? Uh, it was on demand, so it would have been... A bit after this came out, Yeah, hey? 2002, 2003. Yeah. yeah. And I remember bits from it, but I also remember I think I got distracted at some points and walked away. And, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it was, I guess, a paid-for film. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> every cent you know, counts. We're excited. Yeah. But... Even from that moment on, I think a lot of the script slipped into my family's... Vernacular. Yeah, that's yep. it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how it sort of settled in my mind. And yep. then 
I have more memories of watching it just sort of when it's popped up randomly on TV and watching yeah. it part way through. Yeah. I remember once being in Queensland with mum and just sitting down and fighting on TV halfway through and being like, oh yeah, sweet. Yeah. You don't need like, because once you kind of know the story, you don't, <laughs> that's you it. Can, it's one of those films you can go in and out of. And as we're about to find out, the story, yeah, isn't, <laughs> isn't that much to catch up on. But yeah, I remember I would have got the DVD fairly early on in the DVD thing because it was such a like stock film in my life. I also remember going to Leading Edge Music yep. somewhere. I don't think it was in Ballarat. I think it was when we were travelling some point and asking the man behind the counter. No, getting mum to ask the man behind the counter. Were you too nervous? Um, yeah. <laughs> if you can get the soundtrack to Zoolander. And he said at that stage, no, no. sorry, it was out of print. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> the soundtrack's great. It is good. It is. You're yeah. right. I was thinking that when I was watching it, actually, mm. how good the soundtrack is which I hadn't really noticed before. Yeah. I hadn't paid attention to it. So when you said early on in the DVD thing, do you mean early on in building your collection? Yeah. Your and early on. of DVDs. I think early on when our family had a DVD player. Oh, and you were like, better like, stock up the library. Yeah. Which, you know, which ones are essential viewing for the... Definitely Zoolander. For the Harris household. <laughs> yes. Definitely Zoolander. Yeah. Oh, there's so many quotes and we'll go through them. Oh my goodness. Maybe a bit later. And that's what I was worried about when we were going to record this episode was, is it just going to be... Us quoting. Us quoting Zoolander <laughs> for 40 minutes. And it might still be. It may be. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. But in case you haven't watched it or you need a refresher, I think now's a good time, Beck, for you to yes. run us through the plot. I will. I just read the back of it and it says, imagine the love child of Jim Carrey's Dumb and Dumber character and Cindy Crawford. Scary thought, but meet Derek Zoolander. And then I was like, are they saying Cindy Crawford is really dumb as well because she's a model? But then I was like, oh, no, it's because she's beautiful. Yeah. So it just took me a little while. And kind of quirky. Is she quirky? Cindy Crawford? I'm thinking of Cindy Lauper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> if, if Derek Zylinder was the love child of a Dumb and Dumb, dumb, and dumb character and, and Cindy, Cindy Lauper, Lauper, this would not be the movie I have in my no. head. Oh, ah, Cindy okay. Lauper's real quirky. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> What's about? The movie is about a very, very successful male model, Derek Zoolander. Derek Zoolander. <laughs> exactly. He has, you know, uh, been in the spotlight. He's the one that everyone wants. He's leading the male model, model industry at yeah. the moment. Three consecutive years. Three consecutive years. So we open with a scene in kind of like a dungeon-esque kind of place warehouse warehouse yeah very like dark um dungeon don't know Mm. where i was going with that it's not a dungeon but (laughs) we see a very made-up will ferrell in Mm. such a good role he plays Mm -hmm. he plays a character called mugatu who is a um fashion designer designer yeah one of like the the biggest fashion designers he's got a building in new york with m on it for Mugatu, so he's like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there with his little dog in his hand and he's facing a panel of people who are obviously higher up the chain than him. And they're telling him that they're talking about the child labor laws in Malaysia yeah, and in some other countries as well, but mostly Malaysia and how the new president, prime minister, sorry, the new yeah. prime minister of Malaysia is going to stop child labor. So that's going to have an effect on the fashion industry because then they can't use cheap labor to manufacture the clothes. Yeah. And then they need to use a, they need to find a simpleton to brainwash 
to kill the prime minister of Malaysia. So <laughs> Mugatu's like, we don't have time. Like, you know, I don't have time to find a stupid male model dumb so enough. Stupid, yeah. yeah. We need someone so dumb. Like I've only got a couple of days cause he, they were going to try and they were going to invite the prime minister to this fashion show that was happening in a couple of days or a week or something. And you know, it was only a really short amount of time to brainwash someone. And how are they ever going to find someone that dumb? And then we cut to Zoolander. Yeah. <laughs> And he's being great interviewed. Gag. Yeah, great gag. Um, he's being interviewed, just talking about his different looks. Um, we see how they all look very similar um, on his calendar. And he's being interviewed about, you know, his success, etc., etc. That night... By an investigatory journalist. Oh, yes, that's right. By investigatory journal- journalist Matilda. Yeah. And then that night, Zulanda goes to a... Um, who, oh, she's sorry. I should just say that she's also she is doing trying to investigate the child labor. Yeah. The allegations against Mugatu and the allegations against the fashion industry as a, as a whole for exploiting workers the, and the children. Time workers. magazine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if you're wondering, this is going to be 40 minutes of yeah. <laughs> yeah. just quotes. Yeah. Yeah, and then we cut to that night. It's the male model awards, the male model of the year awards. Yeah. He's like pretty pretty you know hyped pretty psyched because he thinks he's going to win it for the fourth year in a row yeah. but there's only two nominees he's got a 50 it's 50 him chance. and this other guy called hansel who he's we haven't so hot right now we, we haven't we <laughs> haven't heard a whole lot about this point lenny kravitz is uh presenting the awards mm-hmm. and lo and behold zoolander does not win yeah but he thinks he does. I know. It's the best scene. How embarrassing. Isn't it something that we all kind of think that we could accidentally do yeah. one day? When you expect to win so much, he just walks up on that stage, even though there's Hansel, Hansel, <laughs> repeatedly kind of saying with his name flashing up on the screen. Um, and then Hansel obviously gets up at the same time. He becomes the laughing stock of the fashion world. Yep. So he's like... This is terrible. I've got to give up. He has an existential crisis. He has an existential crisis. Who am I? God. (laughs) (laughs) He goes back to another amazing scene where he goes back to his father's, to where he grew up, I guess, to his father and his two brothers. Who are coal miners. Coal miners. (laughs) Played by John Voight and Vince Vaughn plays one of the brothers. And the other brother is played by another guy who I don't know the name of. And then we have some great lines like, <laughs> I think I got the black lung pop, <laughs> which is one we quoted every day. Yep. Um, and <laughs> oh, it's, oh yeah, all of these lines. All of them. All of yep. them. Merman. Merman. <laughs> so he gets rejected by his dad. His dad says that he's more dead to me than your dead mother. <laughs> and he, so he's rejected from the fashion world. He's rejected from his family and he again has another existential crisis because he hasn't found what he was looking for at home yeah at that moment his manager calls Mari Ballstein Mari Ballstein <laughs> played by his father Jerry Stiller yeah and Mori Ballstein says, who's actually in on it with Mugatu. So he is trying to recruit Derek because when he made this big mistake and thought that he won the male model of the year, Mugatu was like, this is our dumb guy. We yep. need to get him. So Mori Ballstein was like, yeah, fine, I guess, even though I really like him and mm-hmm. I don't want him to, you know, because once they do the assassination, they have to be killed. So they lure him back with a... Contract, no, no, a leading role in Mugato's new, new campaign. campaign. He's going to be the leak. he's going to be the face of the new campaign, Derelict. Derelict. 
Yeah. And that's a great campaign because it oh. just actually reminds me of the hipsters that's now. The like, that's, yeah. I think, probably the, one of the best jokes in the whole thing. The Dairy Elite campaign. The Dairy Elite campaign because it's just like perfect satire yep. of fashion trying to be yes. like... Poor people, aren't yes. they cool? Yeah, exactly. So it's just like people in garbage bags, so like, with literal rubbish hanging oh, off that's them. Just it. Yeah, yeah. Just completely oblivious yeah. to the world around them and how yeah. god awfully offensive that is. So bad. All these celebrities clapping on the yeah. side. <laughs> so he's like, he gets, he's like, fine, yeah, I'll do it because Mugatu's never wanted him before, and also he's like. He's decided that he wants to create a school for people who don't read good and want to learn to do other Stuff things good, good as well. <laughs> yeah. um, and is like, I'll make your dream come true. I'll give you this school, etc., etc. So he gets brainwashed. He doesn't At know a it. day spa. He, gets to, he goes to a day spa for a week. Yeah. D-A-Y-I-E spa. Day spa. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> oh, nonstop. It'll keep coming. And he gets brainwashed to kill the Prime Minister of Malaysia or various Micronesia. forms Micronesia <laughs> various forms of the country, various forms of the name. So he's like being brainwashed, he doesn't believe that he's like doesn't know what's happening, he hates Hansel, but then our heroine, yep. Matilda, comes along and is like, Derek, check your messages. You've been in the day spa for a week. Yeah. You're being brainwashed. And then finally he believes her. So they take him to the safest place where no one will ever look for him. Where is that, Paul? Hansel's warehouse. That's right. <laughs> where Hansel hangs out with all the hippest people you could ever imagine. Yeah. So they go and he and Hansel make up. So they're like best buds now. They have an orgy with Matilda so she yep. can loosen up because she hasn't had sex for like six years. Everyone's getting along. Yep. So suddenly it's the night of the opening of the Derelict campaign. Yep. The Prime Minister of Malaysia has been invited. Derek's been primed. But they don't know what to do. So he and um, Hansel go in disguise to try and find the files that prove yep. that all of these assassinations have been happening. Because they find out, I forgot to mention, they find out from an anonymous source, which turns out to be David Duchovny, yeah. who was a hand model. They had tried to brainwash him. Yeah. They find out from David Duchovny that... Did I say his name? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm saying it with confidence. X-Files. Yeah. They find out that this has been happening heaps and that a model or model slash actor has been behind every major assassination Mm -hmm. that we know of. Yeah. So Derek and Hansel go to Maury Balsin's computer because they're like, all the files are going to be on there. But unfortunately, (laughs) they don't know how to get into the computer. This is another scene that I picked up on things that I absolutely did not get when I was a kid. But we'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah. Then they... Suddenly it's time for the actual fashion show. So Derek has to go and Hans is like, I can't stop him. You need to go to a show. Derek's like, if anything happens to me, take my My phone phone. and give this to Matilda. And Hans is like, no, Derek, this is your most prized possession. I can't. And then he's like, no, you have to. And he's like, let's just say I'll hold on to it for you. Yeah. So, you know, we know the worst is happening because Derek's giving up his phone. Yeah. And then he goes to the fashion show. He's like killing it on the catwalk. Suddenly the song comes on. That's a trigger. Relax. Don't do it. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. It's relax. But I always, this always annoyed me that it said relax, don't do it. Because what? it's like, well... But you actually are telling him to do it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. But I think it's it's less the message of the song. 
and more so the fact that Mugatu well, was a member of that band. Um, and that was really the oh. only hit song they had. That's true. You know? But why... Like, if you were the maker of Zoolander... Yeah. If you were the director and the yeah. writer, why wouldn't you pick a song that said, do it? I think it, it sums up a shittiness of 80s music. There's so much shitty 80s music. You know? I mean, I love... it. The song is great. Yeah. I get that it's the music that triggers the thing. Yeah. But still, it's always irritated me. Okay, fair enough. Just needed to get yeah, that out. Yeah, that's, that's good. I'm glad you got it off your chest. <laughs> so he's about to kill. He's like running down. He's going to kill, kill the, the prime minister. minister. Whoa. Um, but then Hansel comes in, pulls out the cord. So the music stops. They're breakdance fighting. They're breakdance <laughs> fighting. And then he and the DJ have a massive breakdance fight. Who's Justin Thoreau? Is that Justin yeah, Thoreau? No, right. And he wasn't even like him yet. Oh my God. He was just a guy. Wow. Those dreads, though. I know, Those right? Those teeth, though. I know, right? Those, Those nails. nails. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'll, put a po- I'll put a photo on that of yeah. him on Instagram. Yeah, just terrifying. So they have a breakdance fight, and then Hansel's like, tells everyone, gets everyone to shut up and listen, and we know what's been happening. We've got all the files in the computer. They're inside the computer. And what does he do with the computer? He smashes it. Because he thinks they're inside, in, the in quotation marks. I mean, oh. the level of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but then, this has all been too much for Maury Ballstein. His conscience has got the better of him. His prostate's the size of a... Grapefruit. Grapefruit, because of his guilt. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Um, and he fesses up, and he says, everyone, I've got backup of the files. On zip disk. <laughs> On zip disk. In his study den. in Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> his den in Long Island. He calls his wife. <laughs> she heats up some dinner for him. Yeah. And gets the zip disk down there. So, all then, the bad guys go to jail. Well, no. Then um, Mugatu tries to do the assassination oh, himself. Oh, that's true. Uh, oh, that's true. I forgot the most important part. Yeah. Zoolander turns around and does his new look, which looks the same as all his old. Which is called... Magnum. Which stops Mugatu's ninja star midair yes. and saves the Malaysian Prime Minister. That's right. Because he turned... Left. So it turns out also Zoolander could never turn left. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. That was a plot point. Yeah. <laughs> he cannot turn left to save his life. But he does in the end and he saves the Malaysian Prime Minister. Yeah. Then we cut to like five years later, let's say. Yeah, why not? The school for... No, what's it called? Derek Zoolander's School for Kids Who Can't Read Good and Want to Do Other Stuff Good Too. Is a reality. Yeah. Um, Hansel's there teaching kids how to go skydiving. Matilda's or, there. Matilda's there with little baby Derek Zoolander. Yeah. Um, Mari's there teaching Kids business. about business. Yeah. <laughs> teaching business school. And it's great. Yeah. And Beautiful. it's the end. And then, yeah, directed by Ben Stiller comes up. Yeah. The end. And then there is a Zoolander 2, which I have not seen. I have not seen it. Um, my mum and dad saw it and say that it's a bit like the same jokes again. But yeah, I feel like this is a kind yeah. of a once-off thing. Yeah. But they, they said they got a bit of joy from it yeah. as big fans of the first film. But right. n- not really anything worth. Astounding. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So that's Zoolander. Mm. So I guess now it's time for my review. Please. Yeah. I still had a lot of fun with this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it's like actually liking the movie or just the fact that I just remember all the scenes and getting the jokes 
<laughs> Listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. <laughs> oh, there's quotes like that that just plot in my life. Yeah, what bl- does he say after that? Put a sock in it, Zane. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Quotes like that. Yeah, the black lung. Anytime that my family was sick was, oh, the black yes. lung. Um, or anytime you pretended to be sick, yeah. it was like, <coughs> the black lung. Merman. Um, Merman. Yeah, absolutely. In the computer is just so great. Anytime you've got any IT issues. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the computer every every line we could go through and it's just super quotable yes it is um am i taking crazy pills (laughs) what is this a center for ants yeah that's it it needs to be at least three times the size so super quotable so i had had a lot of fun with it um i guess one deep confessional um throwback to it this was like a i guess a bit of a saucier film that i watched with my parents oh. um, and I sort of had flashbacks to watching that sex scene and just feeling so uncomfortable oh, and just really? feeling super sweaty and being like <laughs> because it is a pretty tame sex scene it is super tame super tame it is super just completely paid for laughs yeah but then the hilarious thing watching it this time I watched it with my in-laws because <laughs> we were away for the weekend and you suddenly the same suddenly the same when the sex same came up again i felt absolutely as worried yes it's like yeah. when you put a film on with your class mm. and as soon as anything remotely romantic or sexual comes up suddenly the mm. exactly like someone has to crack a joke because the tension is yep. too much it's too stressful yeah yeah anyway i still really enjoyed it yeah um, i felt the same i feel like yeah i, f- I felt like I was on the lookout for things to be critical of or like things mm-hmm. to kind of yep. like look down on. And then I was like, I didn't really find that much. And then I was worried that, am I too familiar with this film? Am I like, yeah. so, cause it is like, I don't even remember how it came into my life. Like, I don't remember the first time we watched it, but I know we watched it a heap yep. and probably because, and I've mentioned that my parents were quite selective selective in what we watched and i think dad really liked this film as well yeah. because it is clever mm. and i think the watching it as an adult i think i got a lot of the more clever stuff out yeah. of it than i did when i was a kid as a kid it was just funny and silly That's um, it. but this it also has very it is very clever i yeah. think as well i think so do we want to jump straight into whether it holds up i think or? let's just keep, yeah let's yeah, yeah let's i mean the only two things i noted was I guess it's Mugatu that says it. So, like, obviously a caricature is someone who's insensitive and stupid, but he does say retarded mm. um, at one stage. But, you know, yes. like, he's the bad guy. So you kind of yep. excuse the filmmakers to be like, that sets him up more as the bad guy, but yep. don't want to be a joke. And Matilda Cole's the assassin that's chasing after... Oh, the she-man. Yeah, oh, she my God, I wrote that down too. Yeah, which... I hated that. It's just stupid. And yeah. honestly, like, if you just cut out that yes. one line, I think the film would be absolutely I, fine. I had a bit... I had the things that I had to talk about was the she-man because I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Come it on, guys. It just was unnecessary. It, was unne- it wasn't needed at yeah. all. Like, it's talking about this character who's very aggressive, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, and in um, I guess conflict with the with one of the other female characters, and yeah, the insult is thrown. yes, yeah. yes, you're a she man, yeah, yeah. Just which is like, Meh. yeah, yeah, that she male Katinka, mm. that's what I put down. Yeah, you just like just get rid of that, and yeah, the other bit was where they went in disguise. And Zoolander went as a black guy. Yeah. Now it's not like he wears 
blackface. The, the joke of it is, in the scene, is that you see these two cleaners that look absolutely nothing like Hansel yes. and Derek. And they you know, are played by different actors. Played by different actors. different actors. And you know that in the scene before, Derek said he's going to disguise them using just a really small band of makeup. That's like right. A basic it's like makeup a touch-up basic makeup kit. And yeah. he's like, well, I used to do my own makeup. So yeah. suddenly he can transform them into these two completely different people. Yeah, completely different race, different yes. age. Yes. And that's one of part them is the quite joke. an old guy and the other one is this young black guy. Yeah. So that's the joke. It's just the fact that when they wipe off some of the makeup, I think. He's, um, he's then, got a, his face is clear, but the rest of his body is still yeah. in black makeup. And then go on to uh, pretend to be monkeys. Exactly right. It just bundles up into a poor, yes into poor a bit image. of a yeah exactly so it yeah. kind of it's a, an accumulation of things that happen where you're like wow this yeah. is uncomfortable and that's it and maybe a little bit more forethought going into Could have that, gone into that and just go you know whether they quickly have a shower and then turn come out as the different people yeah yes exactly yeah. or like they just get rid of it quickly and there's the because you know there's that great scene where he goes into the mine and he uses all those little um wipes yeah the cotton balls to get all of yeah. the coal off his face and off his skin and there's just this massive giant pile of cotton balls something like that would have been funny yeah. that's it yeah to get it all off but they did, the, the two actors who played them pretending to be someone else did a great job, particularly yeah. the guy who was doing Zoolander, because he had the expression right, the walk. He did the same walk as that's well. It. it was really good. Yeah. But yeah, I would say that's a little problematic, and I don't know how I felt uncomfortable. Yeah, me, me too, in yeah. that. And yeah, again, a lot of sentimental feelings here, so might be rushing to defend it a bit too much. Yeah. Let us know what you think. If yeah. you've watched it again recently, or if you know the scene we're talking about, I would love to hear what, yeah. what other people think about that. But what I was talking about before mm. with getting that scene, with the monkey scene, because they were... It's a it's a copy of... Um, 2001 A Space Odyssey. 2001 yeah. A Space Odyssey, which I 100% did not... Because I obviously had never seen that film when I watched yep. the film the first time. But the music starts, you yeah. know, it's the same as those monkeys... Can you describe that scene in 2001 Space So in 2001 Space Odyssey, Space Odyssey um, the whole thing is about, I guess, the evolution of man. Yep. So it starts off with all this footage of monkeys, and then one of them picks up a bone and starts fighting with another group of monkeys, and it sort of shows this this war and using tools yep. as evolution step, and this obelisk appears. Yep. That's that's basically it. Yep. So here, Derek grabs a bone off the desk. Yep. <laughs> in, the, in like the exact same way. Yep. And that, that did make me remember watching it with mum and her laughing and me being like what she's like oh it's the oh yeah she got the reference before the yeah. yeah 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 because yeah, i wouldn't yeah. have watched 2001 no. space odyssey yeah yeah even though we will come across it eventually on this Yay. show yeah. <laughs> oh god that one's like three hours yeah <laughs> and i just think like it is clever in that that opening sequence we talk about oh, this is so i just hate that i'm bringing this up but this is part of what the VCAA study design talks about. Yep. We talk about codes and conventions, codes as in like the production elements essentially. So like the way they use yep. the camera, the way they use all of that stuff and talking about genre conventions. So we talk about, you know, the different things that you would come to expect from certain genres and that opening sequence does just does a thriller genre mm. so very well. It's just got all the right music, the right pacing, the right mood, except that there's this ridiculous looking Mugatu character sitting there instead of someone you would expect from a thriller. And yep. then obviously we cut to this slapstick scene with with um, Zoolander. 
So I just think, you know, the filmmakers and Ben Stiller is one of them. They know film inside out. Yeah. Before oh, they made this. And that's just it. And um, I remember from when I was doing film studies, yeah. early on, we were looking for examples of like basic, yeah, basic genre convention, basic storylines. And mm. actually, lots of things that Ben Stiller has been director or producer of, he just understands film so much. Yeah. Like Tropic Thunder just ticks off every war film convention in yes. a perfect way. And even yeah. Dodgeball, which he produced and starred in, didn't direct, but it still is just the absolute hero arc. And yeah. you can very much pinpoint every. It's just basic textbook story, textbook kind of, story yeah. structure that yeah. he just he just does so well, and yeah. you know it is heightened in a in a parody, so it is easier to see. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's very true. Just great. But you have to know it to parody it, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. You have to live and breathe it. <laughs> yeah. Ben Stiller, who just he did that Escape from Denimora. Denimora recently. Yeah. I think, yeah. The, the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. We're really starting to see him actually flourish as a. Director. Yeah, and it's a, I guess, a filmmaker, even though it was TV. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, it's on Stan. Oh, yeah. 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 I haven't seen it either. Benicio del Toro and Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Great actors. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just if only we had the time to watch all the film and all the television. I know, I know, I know. Actually, it's harder these days because I feel like we're going to do Dexter shortly. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And then we'll talk a little bit more about the evolution of television as a yeah. respected format. Yeah. Like it's kind of gone through stages age. of being. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And as soon as it started doing stories that appealed to the elite. middle class white male. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bang. It's in there. <laughs> it's in there. Yeah. Um, no more feminine audience no. projections. Get rid of that. Boo. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard for us, you know. It's hard yeah. because there's yeah. so much good television to it watch. Is, it really know? is. Um, anyway. But we digress completely. We do. Um, Let's get back to Zoolander. Zoolander, yeah. And I guess have we talked through all the holding up stuff. Let me. Um, I like one of the, one of the big ones that we've talked about with other films too is this. You know, one of the things they do to mock him is that he's got this tiny little phone because that was the coolest thing back then. But since two thousand one, that's very much moved on. Yes, but I loved it still. Yeah, it's still great. It's still so good. Yep. And I think when I watched it, it was cooler to have a small oh, yeah. phone. Yeah. 100%. So, and now, then it kind of got the bigger, the better. Yeah. Now it's kind of like skinny, but you still want a big face. Yeah. I don't know. A big face, a big screen. Yeah. 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 The only other thing that I have trouble with, and I had trouble with this back then as well, was the, um, the massage. Oh yeah. In the day spa. It's a cheap, stupid joke. Yeah. And so I didn't, I don't know if I entirely get it. They've got Andy Dick dressed up as an ugly nurse. Who? Andy Dick, the comedian. Oh, so I didn't get that he was, I didn't yeah. get who it was. It was just like this person in really bad prosthetics who yeah. was like made up to look like a woman, but clearly was some kind of, I yeah. don't know. And then he's got an erection. A massive erection that yeah. she's like slapping around with a yeah. broom. And this all happens while he's trying to have a real conversation with Matilda. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's a lower brand of humour that, that the, the film doesn't it. always go for. Yeah. Yeah. I And maybe I was just a very sophisticated child. Mm. Like, I don't want to, you know, blow my, own horn, blow my own horn or anything. But um, that bit always was like, oh, roll, I'll eye roll, a bit of an eye roll. Yeah. That's just it. And that's the same feeling I think I definitely had watching it this time. I was like, yeah... You erection. could just cut that whole Hilarious. scene. Yeah, like, oh. It was yep. just, it's just stupid. That bit was just, bleh. It's not clever. No. Yeah, what else did I have to put down to talk about? Oh, the claymation dude is another way they talk about yeah. the, <laughs> the prime minister. Dude. 
the claymation dude. Oh my goodness! Like, how how do you write that? I know you're sitting around a table and you're like, what are things that kind of sound like Malaysia, but are just so not Malaysia. Oh, I just remember, um, like, would love to see how many chances Owen Wilson got to improv just different yes. lines and just come up and yes. be like, and you know, yeah, that would be great. I didn't watch a lot of the special features. Well, I didn't really. There was do not that much except the menus. There's which, actually not that much. There's just a couple of deleted scenes and and. I'm sure I've watched the leaders scene some some point in my life. Yeah. This is one of those DVDs, though, that you come across. They're a bit of a rare breed where the menus, though, are worthwhile listening to. So if you put the DVD in, you actually hear Derek Zoolander being like, welcome to the Zoolander DVD. (laughs) If you press play, you get to see me, some other people, but no one as beautiful as me. (laughs) If you go to scene selections, you can select just the scenes with me, the most beautiful person in there. I did not. I didn't hear that. Um, which is, it's just, you know, one of those it's fun funny. little things. Yeah. I remember when we get onto Spinal Tap, they also do that. Yes. Too. Um, and it's Will um, Will Ferrell, ben, ben Stiller doing the voice to, like, you know, it's actually the him. The voice, yeah. yeah. Well, he was obviously very involved in this film from mm. writing to directing, acting, and his whole family. So his dad plays his manager. His mum is in it. She's um, the woman who comes and throws blood fake blood on them at the fashion i knew she was in it but i didn't know which yeah so as they're like walking down the red carpet this peter activist comes and throws blood on them and that's his mum and then his actual that was his actual son at the end as well so it's a whole family affair for ben stiller um definitely my favorite of ben stiller's kind of repertoire i think so oh yeah Tropic Thunder, I think I was a, I was obviously older when I watched it when it came out too, so I think I got a bit more of the referencing to it at the time, so I kind of liked that a lot too. I haven't um, seen that one. Jerry Stiller, though, is just, just great in this and great yeah. in most stuff he does. I was just going to talk about him. Yeah, and, um, let's do it. His wife, Mira, uh, they were like a comedy duo, mm. vaudeville kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and just he sounds like the greatest guy. I remember listening to someone had done an interview with him and apparently for every interview he does just because he's so old school he'll still write a handwritten note of thank you and to send out to the interview thank you for the publicity you know, best of luck with your endeavors that's so <laughs> and it's just sweet. part of like a different era a, a different era yeah. and just like and, but still does it and you just imagine being like yeah fuck you i this like you know yeah yeah <laughs> good on is, him. um absolute like actors actor like you know he gets it yeah he's a working class actor and they've <laughs> just been in the world been in the business yeah. for years yeah. and years Runs um, the family. Um, what else did I want to talk about this movie? I wanted to briefly talk about Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, please. So apparently, like, he's obsessed with this movie because he got to be in it. And, it, oh. like, any time Ben Stiller's, like, remotely in the area, Donald Trump's like, Zoolander. Remember Zoolander? Remember that? And Ben Stiller's like, don't talk to me. You're like, yeah, man. Hopefully. <laughs> um, but also, I was listening to Ben Stiller talk about it recently in an interview. And he was like, it's also a bit weird that Donald Trump does do blue steel in every photo and if you look over some photos <laughs> it's that very much like sucking his like, lips in yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, sucking cheekbones pouty lips so it's obsessed with it yeah Donald really? Trump yeah maybe because he is Zoolander he's maybe. about as smart I think <laughs> I don't know I think he's smarter than you give him credit yeah, for yeah yeah Zoolander no. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely done some brainwashing that's for sure that's it um, um couple of other things about this movie a band in malaysia still what yeah why because it talks about killing the prime minister of malaysia yeah i imagine so Whoa. um singapore also banned it initially because it didn't want to rock the boat with malaysia whoa yeah banned mm. 
Controversial. Yeah. Oh, and apparently it's also this, just reading this at the moment too. In a lot of Asian releases, they change the reference to Micronesia completely. Is it offensive? Yeah. Just, well, just to not rock the boat and appear to be mocking Malaysia, which I don't think the film is, but you can I imagine think in, so. in translations of it, it Maybe could come it could across, come across yeah, yeah. that way. I mean, I think it definitely reduces, it's reductive mm. of him as a person, but yeah. I mean, how much scope it's can a means you give to an it end to... sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of controversies around the film, this is one of those films that unfortunately was around, released around the September 11 attacks. Oh, right. Which hurt box office. It hurt everything. Yep. People didn't feel safe going out yep. of their houses. And Ben Stiller decided to actually digitally alter all shots of New York to get rid of the the twin towers. Twin towers. Oh, wow. Um, just because he thought that was to or a point yeah which is an interesting decision that is an interesting decision i'd love to hear him talk about that now but yeah. you mentioned in the spirit at the moment what do you do I don't like know. it's just such a unexpected such thing. terrible yeah yeah which is interesting because we're actually recording this on september 11th weird you're right we'll have another episode talking about conspiracies that's it no. yeah a new podcast conspiracy no, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> We're re-cluttering conspiracy. Yep. I can't imagine that how that affected everything. You hear and about just... it a lot of things. I remember um, musical Reefer Madness, which we'll get to the movie version at some stage too, yep. but that opened off Broadway just as that happened and it, no one was going to the theatre, so yep. it really... Well, I can imagine not wanting that. to go to crowded places yeah. and wanting yeah. to avoid like any kind of yeah group. Ben Folds talks on. about he was about to start on a tour and just like no one was turning up. Yeah, and you know just changed. Yeah, it shook the country in oh, a way that it shook the world. Yeah, the Western world. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Do you remember it? I, I remember yeah. it. Yeah, I remember Mum waking me up and saying, "You have to come look at this. This is important." Yeah, I remember. We didn't have TV, so mum mm. found out. Someone rang us and told mum, and then she was crying, I think. And I remember just hearing about it. And then I remember seeing it for the first time. And I can't believe they showed that on TV so much, because that is distressing. It is incredibly. Like, don't, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember then, you know, sitting in a circle in the classroom and teacher oh, talking, talking about, about it. it. Like, taking time out of class yeah. to talk about it. Oh, it's good. It was important. It was. It is. Um, the other big one, of course, about that was Spider-Man was released around the same time. Um, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Yeah. And, you know, I think there was a scene that involved Spider-Man oh, swinging and between what did the they two towers. Yeah, cut it. Cut it? Uh, yep. How would you make that decision? I don't know. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, you have to talk about the... So many things influence how... What happens with a film and how we respond to a film... And I think as audience members, we're constantly kind of, we respond in very personal ways to a film. So I think they must have been trying to avoid that mm. and avoid that pain for es- people. Especially in like, you know, it's, it's a funny movie and you... In the middle if, of it, you don't want to be reminded. Yeah, reminded of yeah. The, that awfulness. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, we've gone a bit heavy. Yeah. But it is a, a very light and joyous film. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously thinking about context, the film is always important. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You, yeah. Like we said last time, you just have to take it into account. Yeah. But with that conversation, I guess, wrapping up comes a time for me to make a hard decision. Yes. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Um, gonna keep it? Are you going to give it away? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Keep what? it. Keep it. Up <laughs> Burn it. I think I'm going to keep it. Oh. I know. And so far, you know, I've had a um, 
artsy Swedish film, <laughs> a documentary on night, on night time, an artsy documentary yeah. on night time, and, and now Zoolander. <laughs> I, it's just become such a part of my family's yep. uh, story, I yep. guess, and yep. it's something that I'd like to, yeah hang on to for yeah. a while uh, yeah it is and it, it, it i'm just thinking more quotes and stuff like yeah. it, it always lightens the mood whenever you know there's a yeah a death in the family it's the um who's going to you google eyes you know really yeah. you say that <laughs> i'm sure it, it's come up before like oh yeah, it's God. just because it is it's you know and it i think, think i don't know what you google is <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's a classic it's it's a classic and it, it might not be a classic to everyone but it's definitely a classic to me yeah so I'm going to add it to the shelf. That's three. Three out of the 40 I'm going to keep. Wait, 40? Oh, 40? sorry. Three out of the 40 you're going to keep. Yeah. I thought you meant three out of the 40 that we've done so far. I was like, no. we have not done 40 <laughs> films. But um, yeah, so I might need to slow down. Yeah. Mm. Or I reckon we'll get to the point where you're at 40, you might just reevaluate. Have to start reevaluating. Yeah. Yep. Ranking yeah. them a little. Yeah. I think I would keep it too. Mm. Because... This is the first one that we've done that's so much embedded in my childhood that it's to the point of like Robin Hood Many Tights, our yeah. first one that we did where I talked about how much yeah. that was a part of my childhood. And this is similar in a lot of ways. And yeah, just so quote worthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just great. Like imagine your kids growing up and not getting it when you went, yeah. <coughs> I think I got the black lung. <laughs> you know, your kids need to understand that. That's it. <laughs> great. Um, Maybe just talk to them about how not all models are dumb. Mm. Then get them to watch Survivor, where Dave is a male model and very smart. And also, I haven't seen the latest episode, so don't throw it in the plane. He's Dave. Anyway, we're not we're not going to go into. He is smart. Analysis. He got so far. He is yeah, smart. Just because you get far doesn't mean anything in Survivor. Anyway, this is not a Survivor podcast. But should it be? Yeah. Next next season we'll do. <laughs> DVD Survivor. I don't know. I can't think of the puns. When you go on Survivor, yeah, then we it. will do a podcast about it. You and you and Elizabeth can do a podcast. Yes. Of season. Oh my god! Every episode will be like, and this is what he did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be back pretty early, I imagine. Um, anyway, you've been listening to DVD Clutter. Please join in the conversation on Instagram, on Twitter, on the Gmail, and now on Facebook. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. The good old Facebook that the kids aren't on, but mm. us, whatever we are, are we a millennial? People with DVDs have People with on D- Yeah, that's right. <laughs> People with DVDs are on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page. It's at DVD Clutter. Just search it. You'll find it. I'll put up all the photos. Everything that we put on Instagram will also be posted there, plus any other links because, you know, links are notoriously hard to post on Instagram. So mm. links to articles, links to scenes from movies that we want to talk about or that we talked about in the podcast and obviously lots of chances for comments and feedback and we would love to hear from you that's just it tell us tell us the kind of because i've got a wide selection tell us a little bit of some films you might uh, genres you might want to see us yeah Yeah. do you want more films with billy zane in them because i got a few well i love (laughs) billy zane i mean you know i'm not one to go for men yeah. But if I was going to. Really? Billy Zane? He's really good looking. Okay. Something about that bald head and that chiseled jaw. <laughs> All right. Well, it turns out there was going to be a lot of Billy Zane coming up. So maybe <laughs> don't make your comments about him. Um, apart from that. Thanks for listening. Please uh, rate, review, subscribe as always. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
hard quit from that. <laughs> quit. Good? Yep. 